0: From WUB News, you're listening to The Outlet, where campus meets community. I'm Taylor Burnett. Each week on The Outlet, we bring you stories from Southeast Ohio. This week on The Outlet, reporter Olivia Roman takes a look into award-winning PassionWorks studios, an art studio in Athens that serves as an open and accessible space for artists with disabilities. And WUB's reporters went out in full for election night, covering the election process and the races that followed. In this episode... We look at what the Athens County Board of Elections does every year during election season, and we go through some of the biggest races this year.
1: What we want, like to stress is that every voter's voice counts. Every person's voice counts. If we can get your ballot to count, we want your ballot to count.
0: These stories and more right here on The Outlet. PassionWorks founder and executive director, Patty Mitchell, was recently honored as a recipient of the Genco Award, awarded by the Foundation for Appalachian, Ohio, to people who have made a difference in the region through either community service or leadership. WUB reporter Olivia Roman introduces
2: us to Patty Mitchell's work and the philosophy behind PassionWorks Studios. Inside the brightly colored building on West 8th Street, PassionWorks artists are hard at work creating their next masterpieces. Passion Works was started in 1998 by Patty Mitchell because of her brother. A promise to create a space for people like her brother to thrive in. All of the art is created by artists of different abilities from all walks of life. For some, creating art gives them a chance to decompress and meet new people that they will soon call family. In this work environment, there are no behavior plans that focus on control and keeping people in their seats, it is the complete opposite practice of a standard institution, and Passion Works has proven this way to be more effective. Every year, the Janko Awards are given to a few individuals in the Appalachian, Ohio region to recognize these unsung heroes for their amazing service to creating a better quality of life and their visionary leadership. Everyone in the studio was excited that more well-deserved recognition was coming their way.
0: Learn more about Passion Works and the services they offer at passion works studios.myshopify.com. Before Election Day, you hear a lot about the races at hand. City Council, governors, and every four years, presidents must be re elected by the people of the United States. However, a lot goes on behind the scenes at the Board of Elections across the nation. In Athens County, The Board of Elections receives petitions to run for office, mailed-in ballots, questions, and more as the county elects its next set of government officials, according to WUB reporter Curtis Fader.
3: The Athens County Board of Elections is in charge of monitoring the elections of over 30 different cities, villages, and townships within the county border. The process of putting together a successful election cycle begins long before the voters hit the polls. Workers must register voters and also examine and approve petitions for people running for office to be on the official ballot, a lengthy procedure. To be on the ballot, potential candidates must pick up the petition and find signatures from registered voters in their precinct. That candidate must then fill out the rest of the petition properly before submitting it for approval by the board. The board then validates the registry of the people who signed, examines the document for any other possible issues, and then certifies that candidate to be on the ballot. There have been some candidates with rejected petitions this election cycle, including Dan Sherman getting his petition to be a candidate for an unexpired term in the Nelsonville City Council, rejected twice before being resolved to having his name on the ballot. Once the ballot is finalized, thousands of votes come in early from all over the county leading up to Election Day. Deputy Director of the Athens County Board of Elections Tony Brooks explained the process of collecting and counting the votes to determine the winners.
1: They fill in the ovals next to the selections of their choice on the ballot and then at the voting location they'll run those through the voting machine. Uh, That machine then takes that data and puts it onto a USB stick and that USB stick is then transported from the polling location by the poll workers in a locked uh, bag and they deliver it here. We put that system in, we put that stick into our computer system and that tabulates all the votes from each location. So as those locations come in, those votes come in, we run periodic reports um, and check all of those and go from there.
3: In a society fresh off of repeated challenges of the validity of the 2020 elections, Brooks had this to say about Athens County's efforts on conducting a fair election.
1: What we like to stress is that every voter's voice counts. Every person's voice counts. If we can get your ballot to count, we want your ballot to count.
3: Reporting for The Outlet, I'm Curtis
0: Fader. For Athens City Council this year, the only contested race was the at large seats. The three that won and will stay on are Democrats Micah McCary, Sarah Grace, and Ben Ziff. Grace has been on since 2018 and McCary and Ziff were originally appointed earlier this year. Each of them received 26% of the vote that defeated independents Damon Crane and Iris Virgie. Ben Ziff says that winning this election means more to him than when he was first put on the council in April.
1: Um, With being appointed onto council, you know, you've got sort of a small selection of people saying they want you to do this, and when you go through an election process, I think it was 1,700 votes, 1,600 votes, something like that, So seeing that many people who really want me to do this job uh, is kind of amazing. It's kind of humbling. Um, It's very humbling, actually. Uh, So I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling really excited.
0: The only change to the council comes from the fourth ward, where Representative Alan Swank will take over for Chris Fall. Swank ran unopposed and will take that seat after winning the Democratic primary in May. He is set to be sworn in at the start of the new year. All other seats on the council that were on the ballot ran unopposed and were already on the council.
4: Hi, I'm Ben Schwartz with WUB, and I've been covering Ohio's 15th District congressional race. As of now, the Republican candidate, coal lobbyist Mike Carey, looks to be the winner with 93,255 votes against State House Democrat Allison Russo's 66,757. They'll also only serve until next year's midterms, when they'll be up for re-election. This will also be Mike Kerry's first time holding public office. He's considered himself a political outsider up until now, while also gaining support from Ohio Governor Mike DeWine and former Vice President Mike Pence, who campaigned with Kerry in Ohio last weekend. Former President Donald Trump also endorsed Kerry through a statement, along with sending his congratulations Tuesday evening, saying he believes Kerry will be a great congressman. Kerry's campaign spoke a lot about his support from the former president while campaigning, saying in a statement after the election that Trump is, quote, without a doubt, the leader of our party. Now, Ohio's 15th congressional district has historically leaned Republican, so the results are no surprise. The district now spans from Athens up north to Columbus, but that's set to change soon, as Ohio state lawmakers are working to redraw the state's congressional maps. The district will likely not look the same in 2022. For WOUB in Athens, I'm Ben Schwartz with The Outlet.
2: That's
0: all we have for you this week. Thanks for joining us. The Outlet is produced each week by me, Taylor Burnett. We're edited by Atish Baidia, Aaron Payne, and David Forster. Gentek Han mixes our audio. Adam Rich is our technical assistant, and our theme music is performed by Ryan Gabos. Subscribe to The Outlet on SoundCloud or Spotify, as well as Apple Podcasts. You can find us online at wub.org. You can also follow us on Twitter at outlet underscore wub and Instagram at wub underscore outlet. We'll be back next week with more stories from Southeast Ohio.